lucky to be alive. Dalton. You may address me as King Dalton. You are alive? I suppose not for very long. Luca! The world now belongs to me. <laughs> Dalton, are you almost done with those other apes? Mm, yes, ma'am. By your leave. Excellent. Join me here. We must continue our preparations for this blackbird. You, numbskull! It's Nisbill. What? It's Nisbill. Uh, whatever. Have you taken their equipment? Sir! Yes, sir. I've ensured that they won't. Then why are we still here, you idiot? Seal the door and let's go. Don't think you'll be getting away this time. <laughs> Luca? Oh my god, are, are you okay? Huh. Huh. I guess a helmet comes in handy for situations like this. <laughs> oh. Well, that's one last thing to worry about. Come on, G. We've been in situations like this before. Pretty sure I've literally said that at least once in our adventures. We'll find a way out. You become uncomfortably familiar with this kind of situation. Oh my god, yeah! Yeah, this cannot... Shit, this cannot be good for my mental health. <laughs> I'll be okay. We need to find a way out of here, right? <sighs> for sure. Um, this place, uh, it seems to be locked up pretty tightly. Solid metal as far as the eye can see. Or not? Hello, I think I hear opportunity knocking. Maybe we can access some sort of door control from this side. I'm sorry. It looks like they took all of my equipment, including the key. Fuck! Wait a second. We may not have something to open this panel, but we do have someone. Robo. I am uncertain if this will work, but I will try. Friends. Fascinating. Luca? I think we're on a bit of a timeline here. Robo, I'll need your help. These look like data wires, but I don't have any of my tools. How may I be of help? Grab that blue wire and try inserting it into your serial port. Robo, are you okay? Voltage levels within acceptable parameters. I will be okay. <sighs> Thank goodness. All right, let's see here. It looks like... Yes, I can access the security system. Oh. What is it? I can access the camera and some other internal systems, but not the doors. But it looks like they left our equipment in a room not far from here. Okay. That's something. There's a series of ventilation shafts connecting the different rooms, including one that connects this cell and that room. <gasps> of course! Oh my god, it's too easy. Robo, give me a boost. What? Uh, 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 
Success. What are you doing? We're going to get caught. Oh, I get it. You'll need a way to keep in touch. Little did they know that I, the genius inventor Luca, have a working radio in my helmet. It's already connected to Robo, so we should be able to talk both ways. Could somebody please explain what is going on? Oh! Yeah. Um... Okay. Here's the plan. One of us needs to crawl through the vents, go to the other room, and get our stuff back. That... That's it. That's the whole plan. So... We're not gonna vote on it or anything? Uh, Look, last time, you saved me. And that was great. But that means that this time, I'm returning the favor. I almost died, and I'm pretty sure you did. You think this is gonna settle the score? Probably not, but gotta walk before you can crawl, G. Or crawl before you can walk? Whatever. Baby steps. Baby steps. I have a visual on your location. The route is only about 50 meters, but there are guards below and a few fans I'll need to disable along the way, so you'll need to be stealthy. I'll warn you as you get closer to the obstacles. Got it, Luca. Luca, do you ever wonder what it would be like if things were different? What? I don't understand. If we didn't have to worry about getting home or Lavos or... Whatever it is Asala is planning. No, I mean, I can't understand what you're saying. Your voice got so low. Oh, I'm trying to avoid alerting the guards. I don't want to speak too loudly. It's a little bit strange. Well, what do you suggest? There are guards below you right now, so for now, just try not to talk. Copy that. You're clear. In a few meters, you should hear a ventilation fan. I'm going to disable it, but you'll need to hurry through. I can hear it. It's disabled. I'm going through. Thanks, Luca. You know what? I'm seeing a lot of guards here. I'm going to disable the electronic lock on the vent into that room. But after that, we should maintain radio silence. I am not detecting any guards near his location. Shh, I just want him to stop with that creepy voice. Wow. Do you think that'll actually pull it off? I haven't known the two of you long, but you've been friends for a long time, right? What do you think? Who said that? Gods! I want a full report on the situation now. Now what? (laughs) What? Remember, this is a stealth mission. No survivors. Sounds like T found our equipment. If you can bring back the equipment, I can talk you through some of my tools. We should be able to break out of here. Come with me if you want to live. Terrible. The worst. 
There's an energy signature a few floors below that matches the epoch. I think if we head this way, I can get us down there and we should be able to escape through the main hangar. You made it this far. Maybe I underestimated you. I didn't think they'd make it so easy on me. <laughs> okay. Hello, listener, and welcome to the Zeal Archives, covering the A to Z of the world of Chrono Trigger. Today's way to get into the archives. What's that? That's right. We're talking about Dalton. With me, as always, is my good friend, Nick G. The Gollum Man himself. The, the Gollum Man himself, really? His associates are mostly Gollums, and he has Gollum powers. That's true. I mean, oh, I, I, I said out, we were talking about this just before, I set out the research this season, and I had a plan for this episode with Dalton. And it didn't pan out, but we are going to get right into that. I'm going to start with the first question. What is the deal with Dalton, G? The deal with Dalton is that it turns out he's wearing both shorts and an eye patch. Wait, what? Which I did not realize until I, I saw the official character art. Google it right now. Excuse I, The character art of Dalton. The eye patch I knew about. The eye patch I had in my notes. I w but I was, okay, now I need to see the shorts. Shorts and a cape is like a bold look. Holy crap. <laughs> It's okay. Technically, it could be some sort of a, a skirt or something. But yeah, he's got like a tunic jacket and then shorts. Yep. And a cape. It's not how I pictured him based on his sprite. Well, I mean, the, the cape definitely. But yeah, shorts. What? <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm already learning things this episode. Yeah. I, the reason I ask, what's the deal with Dalton? You know, we have many one note villains in Chrono Trigger, but I feel like Dalton raises some particular questions. As you mentioned, shorts, very important. Like that's already a red flag. Mm -hmm. uh, eye patch, hard to convey on the sprite. We've also got some other interesting things. Everybody in Zeal, everyone who is a zealot, who is not the earthbound ones, has blue hair or purple hair, whatever call you, hair you want to call it. He does not. He has blonde hair. Yeah. Everybody in Zeal can use magic. There's reason to believe that Dalton can use magic, but we never see him do it. And anytime we see him do anything, it's always with these, these golems. So like, what, what is going on? He seems less interested in magic than basically everyone else in Zeal. He mainly fights using iron balls and burping. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> like he's, yeah. yeah he I think that's also a thing the golems do, but yeah. I mean, there maybe maybe the golems are made of no. That doesn't make any sense. Um, the golems are, as we said, associated with Dalton. So the bur the consistent burping between them makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you're right. He, he's he's weirdly unconcerned. He holds himself above everyone else. Like he has lackeys that he that he is constantly berating, and he cares about power and immortality, but strangely does not care about magic in the slightest. And he's sitting on this crazy future tech looking like airship, not like a, not like a Zeppelin looking airship, but nevertheless, a ship that can fly. Yeah. Is that powered by magic or did he just work out the technology? This is the interesting thing. So when I try to do research on the different characters, roles, etc., you, you go through what's available as I sort of established, not very much on Dalton, but other interesting things about him, the Blackbird, which is the big mechanical thing that he is on board, that he is the captain of effectively. He did not make the Blackbird. Oh, it was conceived by the guru of reason, Balthazar. Oh. I wonder if this was like a Han Solo, Landel Calrissian situation. Or he wanted it like, like wanted in a game of dice or something like that. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, knowing what we know about Dalton, it's more likely he did it through more nefarious means. Yeah, it's it's hard to say because that part isn't elaborated on. Like, so he also was responsible for overseeing the Ocean Palace's construction after the Guru Reason disappeared, but before the Prophet shows up. Because then the Prophet's just like, "Hey, I know all. I see all. So I'm going to oversee it now." Yeah, and he's just kind of like, I don't know, he comes off like a thug. Unlike everyone else in Zeal, Dalton is not really mysterious. I mean, there are things we don't know about him, but he, he doesn't have like un, unknowable ways or an interesting past or anything. He just seems like kind of a brute force thug who seems to have acquired a lot of loyalty from henchmen and, and tech. He seems to kind of stumble his way into good things. Apparently this was left out of the translation, or part of it was. He is the commander of Zeal's security force, the Dalton Corps. Oh. Who thought that was a good idea? I I guess when you're obsessed with immortality, you don't think about those kinds of things. I feel like this guy's got too many hats. He's got a lot of hats. In Zeal. He's part of the royal court as the commander of security, and his biggest he's just upset with everybody else's decisions it's like prophet shows up and he's like no i don't trust this guy but he said you're bad so you're bad does he does he know something about the queen is he related to the queen like how'd he get in there just loyalty i can't like that seems that doesn't even make sense because he's so power obsessed i can just see him like sniping every single person (laughs) to get where he is (laughs) It never seems like he wants what the queen and everyone else in Zeal wants. No. But he is aligned with them. I guess we can explain that away as the queen has had some severe lapses in judgment. That definitely seems to be true. Or, um, or maybe when the king was around, maybe they were buddies or something like that. And uh, then he passed. And well, you know, maybe he wasn't a great choice. Yeah. This is like a reverse of of Game of Thrones where you have the king who's completely inept and uh, Ned Stark who's who's like a good guy, sort of good guy. Uh, it's like yeah. it's like the opposite of that. Yeah, where the the ineptitude survives. I guess he's not inept. I mean, he seems to be capable of doing some stuff, but it, maybe it's maybe it's luck on his part. He's just in the right place at the right time, more often than not. That's why after you kind of like get out of get out of the ocean palace and like settle zeal once and for all the fact that he still shows up is like oh geez this idiot it feels like a much smaller threat or like a very 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 a threat that is very conceivable yeah and that makes his pettiness um (laughs) even more palpable even more realistic in the original Super Nintendo version, you know, you fight on the Delta Imperial Plus, the, the Wings of Time, the what have you. I mean, it just disappears. Like, we don't know why he just gets sucked into a vortex along with the, the Golem boss. In the PlayStation version, they add some cutscenes and there's a mysterious long-haired assailant who kills the King of Guardia, which is supposed to tie things together to Chrono Cross. Oh, interesting. Um, with poor invading... Guardia. And apparently, and this is my bad because I've never, apparently I've never finished all the extra content in the DS version. Um, oh. In the Dimensional Vortex, that is where Dalton ended up and he, you, there's little bits where he, you see him drawing up plans for his revenge against Chrono's group who felt that they denied him his kingdom and status as ruler and he probably left to a year predating 1000 AD. So like, he's very petty and you can see how they set that up. It's like, okay, now we've got a through line from Chrono Trigger to Chrono Cross. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of after the fact sort of tying strings together. Yeah. Which why not? Yeah, I mean alternatively, he's the strangest 
character villain antagonist in the game because he just disappears yeah many of the characters die with a, a bang azala famously has this like speech as she's passing away or accepts her fate dalton just gets sucked into a vortex oh that's right that's right that's what happens um uh, but clearly even though he did not create the blackbird he clearly has some mechanical aptitude because he added wings to the epoch which balthazar did not do uh, seems like a gross oversight, but yes, especially because it has. <laughs> did he add the lasers too? Do you think? Oh, that's a good question. It seems like he would. I feel like when Balthazar made it, it would. It was not designed to be as like much of a craft, but it was just a a way to move through time. Yeah, he must. He must have added the lasers because otherwise you just have them like shooting at the ground or something stupid. Unfortunately, you cannot use the lasers on the overworld map. It makes so many things so much easier. <laughs> just blow up the black omen from the outside. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Take that, Queen Zeal. <laughs> I believe the black omen is the other thing that, that is on the same plane as the epoch in the overworld yeah, map. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's other things that were, but like, not when you have the epoch. Like, you, Mount Woe would be on the same plane, but it's destroyed. Um, right. Theoretically, Zeal itself would be, but also destroyed by the time you get that. Yeah. The villains in Chrono Trigger are so, so weird. Many games have like a big, bad antagonist. Uh, Z would be a better expert on the Tales series, but like I know in Tales of Fantasia, you've got like Deus, who is like a god of some sort, and he kind of has a role throughout the whole story. Final Fantasy VI. Uh, Kafka. Yeah, exactly. Or even, even like to a lesser extent, the Emperor. Emperor Gestal. Yeah. Um, they, all, yeah. they all have this like role to play, but in Chrono Trigger, it's like Lavos. But Lavos isn't even like an antagonist. It's just a, uh, it's a, just a disaster waiting to happen, literally. It just is. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it does kind of want things in the way that animals want things. But it, it's not, it doesn't have like a master plan. It just like eats the world until it's done eating it. That's kind of it. So it just like is, is a thing that kind of creates a ticking time bomb. For the first act, it's Magus. Then Magus is like, you idiots. He's trying to kill Lavos. He's <laughs> trying to summon him. I was, only, I was only bringing him here so I could kill him. Yeah, well, and that's, that's the unfortunate bit, right? You've got all the, like, Magus is a great example because he sticks around the whole game and it, it kind of builds. But you don't, have char- you, you don't have a lot of characters that are like that because you're constantly bouncing around through time. Dalton gets close to this, but he's also introduced when the game is pretty much almost over. Yeah, he gets a lot of shine in, the, in that brief period that he's in, but... There isn't enough to build him up as like the main bad for the game. Same with Queen Zeal. Yeah, she's strangely optional. Like she's obviously evil. She's worshiping like the evil demon machine. Mm -hmm. But if you don't go through the Black Omen, then it's just like, okay, cool. Well, she died or whatever in the Ocean Palace. (laughs) Too bad for her. (laughs) I don't know. Um, so yeah, Dalton yeah. gets a bit of screen time, but it's, maybe it's just cause this game is latched in on my brain for the last, I don't know, 30, 20, somewhere between 25 and 30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it has all these interesting sort of villains, but then when you think about them, there's nothing to them. No. As all as this cool dinosaur queen doesn't matter. Game over for her. Dalton, weird guy, blonde hair, blue, blue haired people, doesn't use magic golems, etc. Doesn't matter. Disappears. <laughs> Yeah, you have you just have like a carousel of villains because like each time period kind of has a villain, not necessarily recurring, 
but each time period like has a villain in it. The only way to do it would be have some family that throughout time is bad. That'd be the only way to like kind of tie everything together. And they didn't really go for that. The closest is Magus, you know, being the the son of Queen Zeal. That that does get close, and because you, you also have Shala as like the redeemer kind of character. Yeah. But it, I guess that would be also be super weird because the story isn't isn't about like a rivalry between families. No, it's, it's about aborting a world disaster. And unless I don't know, somebody from prehistory started that, I guess it doesn't really doesn't really follow through. No, no, it's this. I, I don't know. It's kind of this philosophy of like, ah, oh, some people might be bad. Some people might be bad from your perspective. It's all. Shades of Grey, like even Megas, you can choose to kill him, and that's not like a that's not the worst option in the world. Mechanically, you don't get to have another character, but like he did some he did some bad stuff, you know. Frog doesn't not deserve to get his revenge, depending on how you're feeling about it. Megas definitely has the most depth of any anyone considered a villain in the game. Yeah, I mean that's that's like kind of cheating though, because he's actually you actually get him to, to join your party. Yes. Yeah. And like him being can be a player character. Yeah, him being part of your party even flushes out some of the other characters just a tiny bit. You don't get that backstory for well, there's not really much backstory, but you don't get much additional content with Ozzy, Flea, and Slash unless you have Magus. And I think there's some unique dialogue between well, sorry, there's definitely unique music if you bring Magus to the fight with Queen Zeal mm. as an example. Is there any other instance where we meet the same character at two different ages? Uh, Toma, technically, but he's a ghost if that counts. Hmm. Yakra, kind he of. seems similar. Oh, he's. To when he's alive. Yeah. I mean, Yakra is a descendant. Yeah, I, I, I know. There's a lot of like qualifiers. <laughs> yeah, and that's. Yeah. That was something else I was reflecting on, which is like, as a game, Chrono Trigger is like a game of a lot of interesting moments. Talking specifically about Dalton. We get this really cool moment where, like, first of all, you you face the Golem twins in the court, I believe. And it's the first fight that you can lose legitimately. Yes. I think every time we play it. I forget. <laughs> during the race. I, I, tr- I try really hard to win it. Then I'm like, wait, am I supposed to? Well, then I think you can win it. You can. But it ends it's, up being, being the same result. I think you get like a power meal. It's not worth it. No. Um, yeah, it, and then you get to the Black Omen, you're like, oh, I could lose this one, you cannot, or sorry, not the Black Omen, you get to the Ocean nope. Palace, it's like, I can lose this, you cannot lose that. <laughs> oh, these guys are hard. They are. Yeah, yeah, I definitely should be able to lose this. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh my god. But like, talking about Dalton and the Blackbird, you get this neat moment where you're doing something different. Like, earlier in the game, they did this with the, the jet bike, you're like, screw it, you're not going to wander through and do a bunch of fights, you're going to do something unique, you're going to race, and if you win, you can skip over a bunch of boring fights and then on the blackbird it's like all right we've taken away all your stuff so you can't just fight your way out of this unless you have ayla there's there's a pretty big asterisk on that (laughs) i mean they could have just said no she can't fight without her stuff like just made you do it but they're like no she used her fists so she would be able to do that i mean that's a like a neat in-universe detail yeah, they didn't, they didn't have to do that. I also always forget when we're playing, because in the Super Nintendo version, it's, it's less obvious how to change characters. So you're like, oh no, I'm trapped with this party, how do I do this? And you're like, oh wait, I can press the Y button and then put Isla in the party and then I don't have to worry about it anymore. I keep forgetting that you can do that like whenever. It's, it's not obvious. I, f- I, keep, I keep feeling like I have to do it like at a save point or something. 
I'm trying to think. It's been so long since I played JRPGs of that era that I'm like, wait, were there games where you couldn't do that? But I guess Final Fantasy VI, you must have had to do it at a save point. You have to go back to the airship, usually. Oh, that's right. Before then, it was plot locked, I think, yeah. Um, it's it's neeping on the Blackbird. I found out that Megas has some unique dialogue on the Blackbird that was cut from the game. Oh, what? Really? Um, app- apparently, when you're trapped in the cell, I'm trying to find it. They were supposed to give you options for like, what should you do? And one of them is like, pretend you're sick to try to lure someone in. Okay, awesome. Oh, here it is. Uh, it's a line from Megas translated from Japanese. It's like, what would you do, little wretch? Force a way through, feign illness, or search for a room. So, like, I don't know. That's huh. that's kind of neat that it was cut. I like the I like the idea of, of Megas being, uh, you know, it's kind of like thinking about it intelligently. Like, let's see, let's see what mode's uh, operation we have. I also think everyone should just be able to punch. Be really weak, but <laughs> technically be able to punch. It's yeah. Isla hasn't cornered the market on using her fist. She's just really good at it. She she just. Has much more practice than everybody else. But Robo. Oh, yeah. Oh, Robo definitely should be able to do that. <laughs> like what? They take his hands off? <laughs> they un- they, they un- unattached his, uh, his weapon arms. I mean, I guess they would just treat him as a thing, in which case you didn't take his hands off. But if you treat Robo like a human, you're like, yes, I'm going to literally disarm you. And you're like, that seems cruel. That seems insane. Yeah. You also still tackle. Anyway. <sighs> Stop raising. You can also still use your text. Why could <laughs> why could you use your text? Yeah, you never mind. You know magic. Stop stop raising good questions, G. <laughs> it's still it's still a fun it's a fun little uh, little journey in the in the game. It's different different from every other part of the game. If you take it as a set of moments, it's fantastic. It's a bunch of interesting scenes where they try to do something different. Like the reason that you have villains that can only exist in a short span of time is like, is like what you said. The alternative is you have to have somebody that spans all of the time periods, which doesn't work for the story that the game is trying to tell. I guess in theory, you could have a villain that could also travel in time. I was going to say kind of like, um, we played through Evo, right? Like we finished that game. Uh, I feel like, yes. Okay. Cause like in that game, you're like evolving from early time. Cause Eden is helping you out. And then the villain is, mm-hmm. I forget if it's another organism that's been evolving or some alien or something else like that. But it's kind of like something traveling through time with you. Hmm. Gotcha. So like if you wanted a consistent villain, you could technically do that. But it's more you specifically have access to this power that no one else does. Yeah. And so that that limits what you're going to do. Unless you have descendants, then you have you can have some great villains, but they're only great for the moment that they're in the game. Yeah. Which all of them fairly brief. Yeah. To be quite honest. Sadly. I mean, nobody cares about Guardian, but like, that's just a big machine. Yeah. No one's, no one's too aggrieved at that loss. No, but like. But some of them. Yeah. I don't know why I'm so attached to like Flea, Ozzy, and Slash. Mostly Flea, but they would. They're very, very, very dynamic trio. Because I'm like, you know, they're villains for a good long while, depending on when you do Ozzy's for it, I guess. Yeah. None of the villains like team up. Like there's no there's no like super you know, you know Sinister Six or whatever. <laughs> and none of the villains like know each other really. It's just everyone's sort of contained in their time periods. If Chrono Trigger was a Marvel movie <laughs> then towards the end of the game, like maybe when Dalton gets sucked into that portal, another portal would open up that connects all the timelines and all the big bads would show up. 
and inexplicably work together just to stop you. I feel like that would be a thing that would happen. Hmm. I feel like that would make it worse. That's definitely, that's definitely what I have. But as, as it stands, you get this kind of, even though you, you're kind of controlling how you move through time, you have this, as you're saying, this like Billy Pilgrim, Slaughterhouse-Five, unstuck in time thing, where you're like, oh, remember, th- remember this time period? This is what's going on now. Remember all the fun characters over here? Oh, okay, I'm off to the next one now. It's, uh, it's interesting and keeps the game from being boring. Yeah, I was like, as you were saying that, that was the first thing that came to mind. Chrono Trigger also has a reputation of being a fairly short JRPG. And it's like, that's fine. It's got great pacing. There's never... It's just, it's just right. It's just the perfect amount. If you want a little bit more, you can like, I don't know, grind to level 99 or collect all the items or do all the side quests. Grab the DS version. (laughs) God, I can't. The Prius, the (laughs) Vortex is so... Such a, it's just a big fetch quest. I couldn't stand it. You'd think, considering how much we love this game, that even doing something like that would be like whatever. It's more content, but no, it's really not well, very satisfying at all. Now that I know that Dalton shows up, I kind of feel obligated to try <laughs> to see what, what actually happened. Maybe there is actually some plot in there that I missed because I was too frustrated by doing all the side quests, all the get item X and give it to Y and go to the next place and give it to whoever. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any other way they could have done it though. It would have been, would have been a really weird experience to just have. No, unless they break the game open and shove stuff in. It kind of has to be this add on thing. Yeah. Well, new, new goals actually finishing the fucking. Dimensional, <laughs> dimensional vortex. Uh, we've played the game many times. It is not usually the DS version of the game. It's weird because the DS version is just as easy to emulate as the Super Nintendo version at this point. It's hard, yep. hard to display uh, on stream, but otherwise fine. Is it still Ted Wolsey? No, it's a. There's a new translation. I don't think you have the option for the <sighs> the old one. Hmm. I mean, I want to say that it's a principled choice, but I don't really think it is. I think I'm just like, yeah, let's do this NES version. Oh yeah, it's, def- it's definitely not. <laughs> it's just convenient and accessible. Yep. What are we talking about again? Dalton? <laughs> okay. I don't know why we couldn't have just taken the stairs. You know that my massive muscles don't fit down those tiny corridors. Of course. You idiot. Stay back. The life of this man means nothing to me. Bow and pay homage to our new legions, King Dalton and Empress Azala. What is this? What's going on? With the old crone and the pesky gurus gone, I've declared Zeal the new Kingdom of Dalton. How is it that you cannot handle such pathetic little apes? speaks. What was that? Nothing, my liege. 
humans have had this planet for too long. They have carelessly destroyed its many resources, poisoned the planet, and even allowed it to come to its own destruction. Where did she get these? How is she doing this? Silence! Even in the far future, they toil and suffer. Mother Earth has deemed the humans unworthy. Long ago, I had a vision of a distant future. One where those in power live in harmony with nature. A future ruled by the descendants of the Reptites, who were wrongfully removed from this world millions of years ago. Oh no. But now, the time has come. The time for all of that to change. To set the world on its true path. For the falsehoods to be cast away so that all may know the path of the righteous. Oh, no. The way of the reptites begins today. And you have all been deemed worthy to witness and enact this world's changing endeavor. Dalton, you son of a bitch. Do anything funny and your dust. Got it? Detecting several high density explosive devices in the vicinity. You. You messed around with the Epoch. And you sold out all of humanity. For what? It's a small price to pay for immortality. <laughs> This... it's impossible! I am detecting an immense distortion of space-time. It appears to be linked to 65 million EC. Gotta do something! If we don't, she's gonna wipe out all of humanity! Pathetic. That will get you nowhere. The gate is highly unstable. There is a high probability it might collapse if there is a sufficient disturbance nearby.
Holy crap. I did it. I did magic. <laughs> oh my god. Ooh. Shit, yeah. Ooh. Congratulations. Ooh. Ooh. <coughs> We've got to get the key and get out of here. Structural collapse of this vessel is imminent. The epoch is just over there. Let's get it unlatched get out of here. I'll get the key. We'll need it to get you two home after this. But there's only three seats. You think I care? Cut left to someone. We don't have time to get choosy here. I've almost got the key. Just a few more wires. Not so fast. Dalton. All my work will be in vain if I expire before I'm immortal. See those beautiful wings. That is the throne of a king. Remove yourselves from the Arrow Dalton Imperial at once. Enough of this, you foolish primate! You make like the wind and blow out of here. I think not. Mm. Very well, then. Go, golem boss. What? Where are you? The Zeal Archives is a NextCast production. If you have questions, comments, or criticisms, please get in touch with us on Facebook or Twitter, both at the NextCast. Special thanks go out to our voice actors this episode, Artemidge in the role of the announcing soldier, Dan Murray in the role of King Dalton, Manda Whitney in the role of Empress Azala, Nick H in the role of Basher, Nick G in the role of his fictional self and discussion host, Nick T in the role of his fictional self, Robo, and discussion host. Patrick Tricky Love Moylan in the role of Nisbel III. And SM Zelda Rules in the role of Luca Ashtier. If you want to learn more about the voice actors or topics covered in this episode, check out the show notes in your podcatcher of choice or at the source zealarchives.com. 